that you fuckers had a bad time? I'm not the shark. Piece of shit. I'm not a fish. <gasps> I'm not an avalanche. Come forth. I'm a man. Oh, princess of doctors. What's the difference if Bruce Springsteen is a Shidoshi? Your Puritan upbringing holds you back from my monsters, but it certainly doesn't hurt your art of kissing. Welcome to the podcast about life, love, and all the gimmicks. And if you're not down with that, we got two words for you. So what's going on here? You're looking like you're you're getting shaggy. Like this is the longest I've ever seen your hair. This is probably the longest my hair's been in seven or eight years. What's going on with that? I've lost all, all will to care about anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess the the main question should be like, what spurred you shaving your head bald into motion if you had this much hair going on? Oh man. I look fucking great bald. Well, that that's very true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I mean, uh, for a man I for a man that was has been bald the entire time I've known you, <laughs> I I did not know you had this much hair going on. Dude, my hair, I mean, I don't know what it does these days cuz I think I'm starting to thin out up front and getting a lot of grays going on that I didn't know I had before. But, uh, uh, welcome to the club, buddy. I know, man. It's getting old. Yeah. Uh, my hair would come in thick and just unruly just like a mop on top like a not even a mop like a big helmet of hair that you couldn't do anything with <laughs> so you have so, an afro no not even like an afro it just gets thick and like i don't i don't even know how to explain it's just shitty and thick you know what i want to see would be the greatest thing ever you grow that stuff out and it's like this fabio style thick like glowing Dude. flowing locks of if hair i could grow i tried to grow my hair long for a long time and it's just it never gets long it just goes like up <laughs> so you do have an afro so it well, just grow, it, grows out yeah, i guess it's like it kind of like an afro but just this thick bushel of hair it's, i don't know it's <laughs> fucked up dude i would pay anything to see that happen hey man Couple more months and we'll be at Wasteland. He's <laughs> just gonna see a, a real disheveled looking version of me stumbling through the doors. You're gonna have a bit, you're gonna look like Grizzly Adams on the bottom and Fabio on the top. <laughs> and a homeless guy all underneath. <laughs> Haven't showered in weeks. <laughs> so you you'll be like every other person that's at Wasteland, essentially. Yeah, but they put themselves together like. I'll be falling apart like that. Come on now. Can you honestly say half or let's say 80% of the people at Wasteland are quote unquote put together? Nope. Yeah, exactly. So I'm already picking apart the logic in this whole thought process. So I'll fit in perfectly. (laughs) Perfect. So I I don't know if I told you, uh, my bud Eric that was with us at the last wasteland we were at together is already on me about going yeah you did you told me last time we talked uh yeah do it let's do it oh man that last wasteland basically took it all out of me i wasn't really sure i was going to be going back or seeing what the point was well hopefully that was a one-off that was that was a big decline in in party vibes Oh, it was. Well, I mean, the Canadians weren't there. Uh, the only reason I'd end up going is to party with you and your boys in uh, Mac. What else do you need? Well, I suppose it's right. Just yeah. having to be an excuse to get together and uh, 
get shitty and uh, laugh at Beelzebub. Oh, Jesus. How far are you from Chicago? Um, only a couple hours, like three hours. Because we batted around, I mean, very loosely batted around the idea of heading up there in, uh, in the summer for, for G-Fest. Oh, for Godzilla Fest? Yeah. Well, if you do that, let me know. I mean, fuck. Yeah, we'd, shitty. Figure, yeah we'd figure something out. Me and Sean were talking about trying to figure it out, so maybe we'll do that. Decent. There's Compared to Wasteland, where there's never anything to do in Cleveland, there's always something to do in Chicago. Yeah, I mean, we went to... I don't remember if it was the first time we were there. The, no, second time. Last year, we went into Cleveland for a bit. Uh, the first night we got there. Yeah. And that city's fucking dead. That city's <laughs> fucking dude. It's I mean, fucking bomb. we went, when we went to the Christmas story house, you know, I had a feeling. I was like, man, this city sucks. But <laughs> the next year when we, when we had a few hours to kill and we went in there, I was just like, man, there's nothing going on in this town. Nah, nah. I, there's a few music venues and I always hear about people, you know, skipping Wasteland to go see some shows and stuff. I I just uh, I just don't have the urge or need. I remember we were talking about going to the rock. Uh, was it the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Yeah. And that's supposedly bunk. Yeah, everything I've heard about it's kind of weak. Well, then that's a big no. I'll yeah. just stay at Wasteland, uh, drink sink wop with uh, the Canadians, and, hey, and sing shitty kiss tunes. It's it's better to not have those memories than to remember the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> <laughs> or to forget those memories, I should say. Oh, uh, speaking of memories, Seth, the oh, reason yeah. why we're here today is to look back on the year 2018 and let's fucking tear this fucking thing apart. Let's look at all the fucking gimmicks we watched this year and let's give her top and bottom list. I got a bunch of shit to throw at you today. I got a bunch of shit, not just our typical top and bottom list. I got two lightning rounds. Not one, two. but two lightning rounds. I can't handle it. So, of course, as always, this is what we do every single fucking year. We look back. This year, more than most, I probably watched more movies this year. Let me see what the total is here on Letterboxd. So far this year, 367 movies. There you go. I've watched. There you go. I don't know if that's something to be proud about. I don't know if that means, man, I need to get out more. No, you don't need to. I hit, I, I hit average. I averaged one a day last year, so I know the feeling. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's just say most of that probably came from um, thirty-one days. That's well, a good no chunk of it. It was a good chunk of it. Good but, chunk uh, of it. But here we go. We're gonna we'll do this the way we always do this. We start off with the best. And then we go to the worst. And uh, I don't know about you. I also brought some honorable mentions. Uh, oh, there's some good honorable mentions this year outside so, of the top five. Yeah, there's some solid ones. So uh, let's go ahead and start with the top five list. Uh, what do you got? Number five. Uh, I'm not going to number them because at this point, I don't know where they'd be. But uh, I'll start with the uh, the Suspiria remake. Mm, I praise. I still haven't seen this oh, fucking geez, piece of trash. Man, come on. It's nowhere, dude. Okay, so I didn't tell you this since the last time we've talked. I went and saw Goblin play Suspiria live Mm. with the movie in Milwaukee. And I was going to go down there with my boys. 
And before seeing that, I was going to go see the new Suspiria. What ended up happening? I know I'm yelling and screaming here because this is some fuckery. Let me tell you, this is some fuckery. They stopped showing Suspiria the day before. Oh, see, that, that's just bad management. You know, you got to know what's going on in your town. Just fucking shitty timing. So I, mean, I didn't see it. I can't see it. I have to wait for the fu- fucking prime gimmick to show you're never up. You're going to see it. It's going to get fucking lost to time before Amazon puts it up. It's a, it's a lost movie. Never was made. It's like uh, the fucking the fucking clown who cried movie. <laughs> it's, it's like class return to class of Nuke Hyde part two. Well, it still doesn't exist in my mind. <laughs> Blade can piss off and be in it all he wants. And we're talking six months since that bullshit came out and premiered. <laughs> he's still he's still shilling for that movie. I saw him shilling this week for that movie. He's got a fucking show for it. It hasn't come out yet. Well, th- th- I have the same notions about that uh, about this Suspiria movie that you have about that movie. I'm convinced that it doesn't oh. exist. I think there's been a mass psychosis that's gone on, and these trailers are just like the trailers from fucking Grindhouse. Fake news. Oh man, and we just had Thanksgiving and another year without that fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> the one Eli Roth movie I'd give a fuck about. Yep, yep. The one movie we've all wanted from day one. Oh, so, so, you, so Suspiria, yeah. huh? Yeah, it's, I mean, I could watch it again and fucking hate it. I still haven't seen it a second time, and that's really what I wanted to do. But as of now, it's still lingering in my mind quite positively. This is a fucking, uh, this is a goddamn conspiracy the likes of which the fucking world has never seen. Would you call it a suspiracy? A suspiracy. This is a suspiracy. <laughs> so I, we, I think we've talked a lot ad nauseum about the Suspiria movie. Yeah. I've heard more about it. And the funny thing is everyone talks a lot, but I still know nothing about this movie. It still tells me nothing. We're trying to, to, to help you out, man. Go in dark. You guys, you guys are on my back, but the fucking forces that be. I'm not on your back. I get it. I know how fucking annoying it is when you can't see something. Uh, it's fucking, especially this. This is like the movie of the year for me. Mm-hmm. Like I wanted to see this fucker. Okay. Anyways, we I could go on for another hour and a half about my fucking ire about <laughs> this goddamn travesty. But I'm gonna go super light. My number five pick is gonna be Isle of Dogs. I fucking loved that. Uh, I'll talk to you later. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Man, that's this. Oh, God. This movie fucking drove me nuts. Why does this movie drive you nuts? Tell me about it. All right. Well, let me, I'll give you a positive first. I thought the animation was fantastic. Oh, it's phenomenal. This is like, oh, this is just like Wes Anderson blowing himself. Yeah, I don't like, know what it is. I love watching Wes Anderson suck his own dick. God, I can't stand watching Wes Anderson suck his own dick. You and I are going to have to disagree on this. I love those sloppy blowjobs he gives God. himself. Like just jacking off into himself in the mirror, and it just annoyed the piss out of me. <laughs> what, is, what is it about that style that drives you nuts? <laughs> I don't even know. I don't know. It just quirky for the sake of quirky like not everything has to be so fucking offbeat and 
to the left. And, uh, but did you think Isle of Dogs was really that movie compared yeah, to some um, of his other stuff? I guess. Wow, I didn't yeah. get that vibe from this yeah, whatsoever. Man, I did. This uh, felt like one of the most straight ahead movies he's done in a while. Also, it, it before I even saw it, it got on, it got to me when someone pointed out that the title is "I Love Dogs." dogs. Yeah, that's oh, that's off. Yeah, that that's some head up in the ass punny kind of bullshit. I I ain't down with. I that. mean, I love shitty puns, and that one just grated on my nerves. Just, ah, just. Wes Anderson and me just do not click. Oh, man. Uh, I tell you, I would agree with you if we were talking about Grand Budapest Hotel. I did not get that movie. I thought that movie was the kind of obnoxious, whimsical garbage that makes me go, no, I don't want anything to do with this. I would agree with you totally. Isle of Dogs, I was smiling and giggling the whole fucking movie. I enjoyed it. I loved the animation and I thought it looked awesome. But just having being the whole movie was kind of like explained to you every step of the way, like verbally explained. Well, there was a narrator and all that shit. It got on my fucking nerves with everything else. Like, okay, I'm watching the movie. You don't need to explain (laughs) every fuck. I'm not reading. You don't need to read the book to me as I'm watching the movie. And just it didn't. I mean, it's not like top bottom ten, but I did not enjoy it. Oh, that's too bad. Well, it's definitely on my top five. I I thoroughly watched the whole thing with a smile on my face and left feeling good. So that's a good gimmick to me. That's good. All right. So what's next for you, Seth? Oh, letterbox. Where we at? Uh, We'll go. Uh, We'll go, uh, Mandy. I'm gonna. I might as well. We'll combine this one. That I watched it last night. I saw that you were watching it. I was. I was uh, waiting to pull this out to see what you thought of it. Oh my god! I I went last night and I did a bad thing, Seth. I did a real bad thing. Mm-hmm. I went to the store and I'm like, man, I could. I really could go for some wine tonight. Bought a bottle of wine, sat down with Mark the Movie Man on Rabbit, turned Mandy on because it just went on Shutter this week. And I downed a whole bottle of wine to this fucking movie, and it was perfect. Great uh, gimmick. Yeah. So good. Kind of gives you every little, every beat that you're looking for throughout the movie. Dude, the style of this movie works for me. Yeah. It's the kind of movie you and I talk about all the fucking time. Slow burn, atmospheric, and then goes fucking balls to the wall. When it needs to. And it gave you characters to give a shit about. Absolutely. I loved everything about this thing. This I'm gonna I'm gonna put this out there, and this may enrage some of our listeners. And maybe you'll agree with me on this, Seth. I don't know. Let's do it. If somebody tells you out there, if you're talking to somebody just on the street or just in you know, IRL, as the kids say. Mm, TRL. TRL. <laughs> With, with 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 what's that guy Carson whatever yeah, fucking Carson, Carson Daly, Daly. Um, cool if Carson guy. Daly if you're talking to Carson Daly about Mandy and that motherfucker tells you they don't like this movie stop talking to them I'm cut done. them out of your life they are full of shit and you should never listen to their fucking opinions ever again yeah okay I'm okay with that 
I, I think, honestly, why are you listening to our podcast if you don't like Mandy? Yeah. Assholes. Fuck you. Yeah, give me your movies. Get the hell out of here. Yeah. Drop all the movies off to Seth. The ones he already has duplicates of, he can give them over to me. Yeah. And I'll watch it leave it. Yeah. Yeah. Don't like it? Fuck off. That's it. And I hope it's not another eight years for that guy to make another movie. Yeah, me too. But hey, if every eight years we get a movie as good as this. That's true. Fuck. Think about this. Think about if Dario Argento spent the time off coming up with a really good movie. I'd rather not. Because then I'd I'd have a lot less Argento to enjoy. Well... When was the last time he made a movie? Dracula 3D. Yeah, it was like four years ago. That's not four years ago. Three years ago. That was not three years ago. It was like 2014. Let's 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 look this up. Here we go. This is not it was not three or four years ago. 2012. God damn. Okay, so in two years we'll get a masterpiece. Realize that's when it was released. It was shot two, two and a half years prior to that. Yeah, well, we did get a masterpiece out of it. <laughs> this you and I agree on. I mean, people can fuck off if they don't enjoy that. I can see it's not a good movie, but if you can't enjoy Argento's Dracula, you're just, you're just not, you're not, you know, you're taking yourself too seriously. The biggest travesty about Dracula 3D is the fact that. It got released on Blu-ray, Blu-ray 3D, and all the companies promptly discontinued 3D TVs, Mm -hmm. and I'm sitting on this 3D Blu-ray, and I've never watched it in 3D. I would have bought 3D technology. For this movie. For this movie, and I fucking hate 3D. Dude, I was so jacked. I, I contemplated because, you know, all the technology eventually takes a downward slide and you can catch it real cheap. Mm-hmm. It's just like all of a sudden the universe decided warp. We're going to bamf this shit into yeah. the, into the fucking ether. It's gone. And then shortly after that, you know, people are trying to triple the price on it. Yeah. Eat shit. Yeah. It's rare. Eat oh, shit. It's going to stay rare. I'll enjoy it in 2d. Uh, so it's a travesty. So anyway, so seeing how, we agreed on that next one. What's your next one? Oh, uh, let's go with uh, Avengers Infinity War. Boy, you and I are on top of things. This is and another man, joint one. This kind of this kind of speaks to two different feelings I have on this one. Okay, I want to hear this. Uh, as I've, I've, I've fucking, I'm sick of saying it, but I'm burnt out on the comic book movies. Still, I can hear it still. Um, but God, this one was just so much fun. Dude, it's have you so watched well it? Have you watched it since going to the theater? I haven't. I thought about buying it on Black Friday, but then that'd be like the only one I own. Well, it's coming up on Netflix, I believe. Fucking Netflix. Do you have Netflix? I don't even know what that is. Okay, well then, don't worry about it. You better go buy that. Yeah. <laughs> they don't put anything on there for me to know what that is. <laughs> Once a year, I care about Netflix. No, but I just had a great time with it. The scope of it was awesome. It felt like everything I wanted in a comic book movie. I agree. But then at the same time, I feel like if uh, an Avengers movie is making my top five for the year, kind of might have been a weak year. Oh, man. After the last Avengers movie, 
I almost would have agreed with you. But this movie, if it weren't for one other movie, which is it's gonna get it's it's you know a serious movie, it that got my top spot. This was my top movie of the year. This is this is hands down the comic book movie I've wanted my whole fucking life. All I'll these, agree to that. These movies have been building up and building up and creating. I know that you don't, you're getting burnt out on this. I will never get burnt out on this. I grew up as a comic book reader. I loved the shared universe. I loved when characters mixed in and out of other storylines and they all lived around each other and they all fought together and they all did this shit. And here we go. Avengers Infinity War is the big event comic book. It is perfect. All the characters are balanced. You get their stories. They, they all feel right. Um, it's essentially Guardians of the Galaxy 3. I think a good percentage of this movie is the Guardians of the Galaxy. But it just, I've watched it at least three or four more times since it came out on uh, Blu-ray, and it does not get bad. I agree with every point you've made. The reason I got burnt out is because I think starting around the second Avengers, which I don't remember if that came out before or after Iron Man 3. Uh, I think it was after. But that movie was real poopy. Iron Man 3, the second Avengers. Like, there was just like a, a stretch in these movies where they all just felt long. And like four movies in a row, the second four was in there. I was just Oh, that there, movie sucks. Just sitting there going, what are we building towards right now? Like just just exhausted from these movies and even like the second guardians i didn't think was all that great it was okay right it was it was fine but after the first one i thought it was a big step down i agree with you and i don't i don't at all understand the people that say it's better than the first one no no don't but i completely agree this is everything that it was building towards and wrapped up perfectly you know just leading up to it the last couple years there was a lot of movies where i was just like boy I don't know if I'm going to have the stamina to get to this thing, to the big payoff. Yeah, I, I'm i going to do a hot take right now. So prepare yourself. Obviously, it's not, it's not going to make any of the lists tonight. But the movie that everybody thought was the best movie of uh, the Mar- Marvel Cinematic Universe this year, Black Panther, I thought was one of the weaker ones. I'd say it's very middle of the road as far as the Marvel Cinematic Universe goes. It's good. I mean, it's fine, you know. I honestly think that character was just as good as uh, one of these characters that just floats in and out of the movie. I thought the movie was kind of sloppy. Which one? Black Panther? Yeah, the story of it. Kind of like the first act, especially just kind of tossed together until we you know, get the new king or whatever the hell it is. Yeah, it it suffered from that whole syndrome of having to kill off the bad guy at the end. Right. It's this huge arc where it's just like, you know what? You could wrap this thing up a lot sooner. And then the whole thing, like, I mean, they set their own rules and then had a problem with it. You know, like, that's like, you guys kind of made up your own rules here and then 
you're being shitty about it yourself. I, yeah. I liked it. It was I, okay. It's not a bad movie, right. but it definitely was not Infinity War. I thought it was compared to the better movies of the the whole franchise. It's it's average. Yeah. I agree. There's there was actually a different standalone movie, which you're gonna totally disagree with me on, that I thought was much better than Black Panther. But that's from, just me. From this year? From this year. I don't even remember one. Well, you will when I say it. So <laughs> I agree with you. Here's two we agree on Avengers Infinity War and Mandy. Boy, this is good. I'm I'm excited for the next one. Let's see if mm. we keep this rolling. All right. Let's go with uh Okay, I'm gonna throw a little bit of a curveball, mm. not something that would, or at least not a type of film that normally cracks my favorite movies of the year, but I'm going to go with the Andre the Giant documentary. Oh, I like this angle. This is a good one. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love documentaries. A well-made documentary can be about anything and be compelling. Mm-hmm. You combine a well-made documentary with my love of professional wrestling, especially you know, 80s mm-hmm. kind of and one of the legends man this was this was damn near perfect documentary it was good i i think last year we had talked about uh the rick flair one. Oh, that 30 for 30 yeah the, last year we had rick flair this year we had andre and this andre the giant one man just like the flair one I loved how it got behind the scenes. It wasn't just about the wrestling. We know about the wrestling. Let's, we want to hear about what daily life for Andre the giant was like, and they really got into it. And I loved it. This was great. They got real into it. I mean, they gave us the stories we've all heard of drinking a hundred beers in a night or 10 gallons of wine and all that, but they gave us a lot more, you know, letting us, letting us really get into Andre the man. Yeah. Not just the wrestler or the character. I mean, we got Vince McMahon in there. Yeah, Vince McMahon doesn't do shit. Nope, never. We never got, puts anyone over. Right. We got Vince McMahon in there crying. Yep. This was well done. I mean, they got some real big names in there. We spent a lot of time with him, and I thought it was really well done. Yeah, they. I love the fact that. You don't hear this very often because obviously, you know, Andre the Giant was a spectacle. He was there as the freak show, you know, just this huge dude, um, larger than life. But you don't really even think about the logistics of what living a life that size must be like. Especially on the road, constantly living out of a hotel. Mm Mm-hmm. I had heard, I don't know if you listen to the Joe Rogan podcast very often, but they just had, he just had Jake the Snake on there. And Jake the Snake had a few stories about uh, Andre. And there was one which never, of course, wasn't in the documentary. (laughs) Because Jake the Snake, they don't want him in there telling all this crash shit. No. But I guess Giant couldn't shit on toilets, he had to shit in the bathtub. That's kind of awesome. He couldn't, his ass like, could not fit on the toilet. That's one of the most ridiculous things I've ever heard. And Joe, Joe Rogan's like, well, what do they do about flushing it? And, and Jake the Snake's like, man, they just turn on the water and let it dissolve, brother. That's a pretty good Jake. <laughs> Jake impression right there. <laughs> yeah, I, man, I can, I can really, you know, I can see it. <laughs> I can see it. Well, uh, it's one of the most repulsive things 
I've ever heard, but it makes sense. Makes sense. That wasn't a part of this documentary. I just wanted to tell that story. Well, it's but. a good story, and I'm glad because now we can get the director of the special edition cut with that story in there, and uh, everyone will know. But yeah. I mean, this man, you know, you could set up your own little world to to maybe fit your size and your circumstances, but this man was all over the world for, you know, a quarter of a century. Yeah. Just crazy. Crazy. crazy and then uh his body just gave out on him That's constantly it. living in pain i guess his whole existence was just his body was growing all the yeah. time and he was constantly in pain and until done so i had so. you know I had no idea he had a damn daughter yep he had a daughter she's on there too yep, yep. so good pick that's a great movie it didn't make my top list but uh i enjoyed that one thoroughly i think if they keep doing this who do you who do you pick as the next one they should do? Oh God. Because we already got Jake the Snake on that DDP uh doc that they got yeah. out there. We got uh Flair. We got Giant. Um I mean we've obviously seen the stuff like Beyond the Mat and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh man, that's <sighs> fuck. Who's who's an epic dude that's still alive? If Piper was still alive, I would have loved to have seen a Piper. God, Piper and Piper didn't care. He would tell you every story himself. Yep, yep. I would have loved to have seen that. I would have loved to have seen that. Maybe they can still do it. Maybe they can still do it. I mean, you know, his family's all around. He's only been gone a few years, so it's not like the memories faded for these stories. Piper would be a good one. Yeah. I have a feeling if they tried to do a Hogan one, nah, uh, it would be gimmicked. It would be totally gimmicked. Too gimmicked. Yeah. I mean, and how often can you hear a Hogan said racist things for an yeah, hour and a half? Or <laughs> or dodge his sex tape scandal. Right. Like, good. I mean, you know, I'm always going to be a, a Hogan fan for his character in the ring and shit, but I can do without him shilling his goddamn florida beach shop for two hours <laughs> which let's be honest about the jake the snake documentary it was a hard shill for ddp yoga it was but you know what i mean the, the man basically saved his life so i'll take it yeah because that dude was in one foot in the grave another on a banana peel and was ready to go yeah for this for is true a damn decade if not more, yeah, fucking thirty ass years, man. That that podcast I just listened to this week, man, that is some heavy shit. Mm. Jake the Snake's been through some shit. That dude so. lived a wildlife. Oh yeah, Piper God. would be a good one. Okay, so I let's wanna, hope, let's cross them yeah. fingers. Hope we get a Piper one. That'd be great. Not to not to get on a huge side tangent, but I got Hulu this week. Who? It was one Hulu. It's Lou. it was yeah Hulu. <laughs> One one dollar a month for a year. I saw that and I think I forgot to do it. I jumped on it, and what do I do, Seth? The moment I get this thing, I decide to watch Raw and SmackDown, and instantly regret it. Yeah, because the oh. product is shit. SmackDown's all right. I mean, week to week, SmackDown's good, man. Well, I week, like week, SmackDown. Week to week, the you know episodes can be a little bit weak, but SmackDown just kicks the shit out of Raw. Oh, it's not even remotely close. Not even remotely close. But one thing that, that struck me about this is that they were straight up 
two wrestlers aping old gimmicks out there right now. You bring in, kind of like what they did with Brock Lesnar, you bring in Ronda Rousey, and she is just straight up lifted Piper's gimmick. Apparently, he gave her permission. I don't believe this for a fucking second. I don't give a shit if he did or not. She looks ridiculous. She can't cut a promo to save her fucking life. She's out there just smiling the whole goddamn time. When she looks serious is the most hands-down ridiculous thing I've ever seen. <laughs> looks like she's fucking mad someone put a hair in her soup. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> it's fucking terrible. Let's just say in general, the divas can't cut promos. The only one that could cut a promo is... um. I'm probably going to have to edit this because I totally forget what her name is. Um, the one that just got the concussion had to set out a Survivor Series. Becky Lynch. Be- Becky Lynch. No. Becky Lynch is the best thing WWE's had all year. It, it, she is great. She's legitimately a good character, good gimmick, and she can actually work a mic. And she kayfabes, like she's keeping kayfabe alive. She's all over the internet in character, just ripping people apart. Calling Randa Rousey out on being soft as fuck. <laughs> she called Jericho out the other day for having a shitty band. <laughs> it was awesome. Oh, I'm a big he, fan. I'm a big fan. He, he said something you know, uh, about her being out and missing time and about her concussion. She said, little known fact, I didn't get the concussion until I tried to listen to your new album. On on Raw this week, or was it? She's on SmackDown. I, I get them confused. She was she was taking on Flair's daughter. They were working the mic in the ring, and Flair's daughter, who who must be seven foot two, she is a a tank of a woman. She is huge, in, in, in great shape. Not like a not like a husky woman, but she is no. a, a large woman. Yeah, she is cut. Compared to those two, we're talking about a new, a relative newcomer against somebody who's basically wrestling royalty, who came up with one of the greatest hype men, could cut a promo, could work a mic in the history, and she has no clue of how to work a mic. No, she's not the best on the mic, but she's solid as shit in the ring. Oh, so anyways, not that was a huge side tangent. I just had to I just had to tell you that I I decided, you know, I got this Hulu gimmick now and I'm watching fucking SmackDown and Raw and man, Raw is a piece of Yeah, garbage. Raw, I tend to just read the results now, see if there's anything I need to see. And typically there's, typically it's a no. There's no good workers in Raw. None. Well, all the people getting all the time are the fucking dickhead meatheads that you know. Seth Rollins. Shit. Seth Rollins is legit, man. Yeah, he's legitimately the only two. Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins are the only two people to give a fuck about on yep. Raw. Because, I mean, you know, Finn Balor's not getting any time. When he does, he's getting fucking squashed by Lashley or some bullshit like oh, that. Oh, fucking Bobby Lashley. Get, get the fuck out of here. Brought that motherfucker back to stand around. Be a dickhead. Oh, Raw. <laughs> I'm sure our listeners love this wrestling chat, but this is called all the gimmicks. Yeah. Our gimmick is stealing gimmicks from wrestling. Fuck off. 
Yeah, eat shit. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so your number, whatever, uh, no number, just in there, or was uh, the Andre the Giant gimmick? Mm-hmm. I am going to, before I throw a huge curveball, uh, my number four or number two, or what who gives a fuck? My yeah, next movie yeah. is gonna be, um, The Black Klansman. Oh, fuck. see, that's one of the ones I haven't gotten to. Solid, Missed 100% it. solid. Spike <sighs> Lee's back, baby. I wanted to see it so bad. So good. So pointed. Shot well. Edited well. Great soundtrack. Amazing acting. The storytelling's tight. It punches you in the chest, and it leaves you walking out of the theater like you saw something important. Great movie. That's exactly what I wanted to hear. I need to... I was actually kind of pissed that it didn't, wasn't on sale on Black Friday because I would have bought the shit out of it not knowing a single thing about it. Dude totally blind blind by that thing it's worth oh, it i will want to sound like 20 bucks <laughs> yeah 20 bucks a little too much for blue. like i go i walk into the store and there's been so many blu-rays i've wanted to buy because i usually buy all these marvel gimmicks i haven't bought one of them this year not one not even avengers infinity war i just can't be bothered spending 20 bucks on these things not on the wide release stuff that you know is going to become cheaper eventually yep on yep. the that niche label shit that's never going to come down. Uh, you know, fine, let's do it. But yeah, if it's like a Criterion release, I'll right. I'll pop on that shit or Arrow release, I'll yeah. pop on that shit. But uh, I'm not I'm not dropping twenty on the new wide release of the of the week. Nope, nope. I'll go to Family Video and I'll catch that thing for five bucks. God damn! I wish we had Family Video. Yep. Which reminds me, maybe today I'll go pick up Infinity War for five bucks. There you go. Well, you just missed it for six on Black Friday. I don't go out on Black Friday. Oh, you, you know what that you know what that day is? It's Blackula Friday. I don't leave the house. <laughs> I, I stay in my house and watch Blackula movies. It's uh, been a tradition not, for at least yeah, five years. You're not you're not making the wrong choice. <laughs> so anyways, you're a tough choice. <laughs> a tough choice. Yeah, right. It's not tough this year. I was in Minneapolis. So I stayed. We were like, I looked at my sister and she's like, we are not leaving this house. No way. No way. Because she lives right down the street from uh, Mall of America. So can you imagine what a shit show that place would be? I would would go just to look and then just go, nope. Nope. Just just to see how fucking crazy it was. But the thing thing is, you wouldn't even get a parking spot. Oh, no. It'd be a fucking shit show. So, anyways, let's round this out. Last picks. What's your what's your last one? Uh, we'll round it out with Annihilation. Oh, that was a good one. It didn't make my list. That's on my honorable mentions, but it was. But that's a great movie. I really dug this movie, and I've dug it. Uh, well, I only watched it once since the theater, but man, I really like this movie. Yeah, I picked it up from Family Video for five bucks. <laughs> five bucks. So it's brought to you by the Family Video five dollar bin. Yep. <laughs> from from their movie sales that happen monthly. Oh man. I mean, you know, I'm a Natalie Portman mark. Yeah, I can put Natalie Portman that. in something. I'm watching it. I don't care if it's good or bad. But uh I thought it was really fucking good. I thought uh, I had cool effects, a fucking wild score to it. Yeah. Like that moody ass score kind of gets into you under your skin. Um, I mean, everyone talks about that bear thing. Of course, that thing was fucking terrifying. It was awesome. Uh, just a fucking movie that you can you can grab onto something new every time you watch it. Yeah, there's a lot to take in with that yeah. movie, and I think it was just the the metaphor and the story were just 
ambiguous and abstract enough to keep you thinking about it afterward. It was, it didn't hold your hand. It ended on a note where you were kind of like, what just happened? What was that? And then you sat and talked about, it. it's like, oh yeah, okay. That makes total sense. Right. It's not so out there that you're just left going, what did I just watch? Right. 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 And supposedly this is a part of like a, a trilogy of books, but yeah. they're, they're written like, I guess, um, science journals. Yeah, I I, I have no idea what they're about. I just know it's based on some kind of book. Well, they took a lot of liberties. Alex Garland took a lot of liberties with this, and uh, I loved it. Yeah, if that's the movie you're going to make, take all the liberties you want. Yeah, I agree. Really top shelf. Really top shelf. So I'll round this out with a pick that I'm sure nobody's going to expect. I don't even know if I should label it a movie it's not necessarily a movie per se but it was um and i know you probably haven't seen this uh there was a comedy special that hit on netflix this year um by australian or i think new zealand comic uh hannah gadsby called nanette which um i did not have a movie hit me in the chest or a piece of media hit me in the chest the way that nanette did and I think uh, some people will really be turned off on, by it because, one, it's it's a direct attack. It's, I, saying attack is a bad way to go about it. It is speaking straight towards white, straight males. And it's kind of a wake-up call to like, hey, you've owned everything in our world for so long here's the consequences and this is what you actually make people feel like and um it was a wake-up call it was it, i watched this thing like it's it's cute she has this really dry kind of um light humor where she you know self-deprecating for about half of it and then all of a sudden because she is um she's gay and she kind of has a butchy look to her where she kind of looks like a man and she her whole life has been teased about it and she the first half of the movie she kind of you know makes light jokes about it and everybody's kind of giggling and then the second half of the movie becomes a very <laughs> it gets real real fucking fast and if you have one empathetic bone in your entire body listening to her story and her perspective on how people treat other people that aren't the same as them if you don't walk away like you just got kicked in the nuts there's something fucking wrong with you it's really something fucking wrong with you and i don't think this movie could have came out at another time I, I keep saying movie. It's not a movie. It's a comedy special. I don't think it could have come out at a better time. And I don't think it could have come out at any other point and had the impact that does because we're finally at a point in our society where we are open to sexuality outside of, you know, straight, normie, vanilla, heterosexual reality. And this is, this should be seen by everybody. I really think so. I think, you know, machismo, male-dominated train of thought 
the patriarchy really needs there there's reasons why it's cha- things are changing now there are reasons we have fucked up we have fucked up a lot of shit and it's about time we start listening to the people we've we've stepped on mm-hmm. along the way and i'm not it's not necessarily saying that i'm a horrible individual but i am a straight white man i've said and done things in the past that maybe i'm not the proudest of in looking back on it now where i'm at now at 41 um i like to think that i want to i want to change those behaviors and i want to be a more conscientious person going forward and um yeah this got really heavy real quick but nanette's gonna do that you watch this thing especially i think i think a lot of women are going to be like yes 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 watching this movie but as a man if you're receptive and you're open straight white men watch this fucking movie um wake the fuck up be better people be better towards everyone not just not just acting like you own the fucking world right so loved it loved it nanette man it's it's heavy it's real fucking heavy i mean you know there is a privilege to being born the way we were born you know yep i mean and you can't i mean you can't really change it you know we can't go out and change ourselves to be gay or a minority or whatever but you can definitely not play into those privileges and wear it as a badge of honor or you know use it to put yourself above other people well let's even think about simple things like i i've had this conversation a lot lately and maybe this is a perfect example of how is a white man i'm i'm six foot tall not not a small individual 41 years old i've talked with multiple women that are friends of mine that have you know just like well i gotta figure out how i'm gonna get home like oh just get an uber it's like and then they will flat out and i don't even think about it just like not even a hesitation because i would never think anything bad would happen right to myself and they're like no i can't do that and i'm like why well, I'm not sure where this guy's going to take me. I'm not sure what's that is a 100% the mentality where just like we just we don't realize because we're not put in those situations. Right. We don't have to think that it's way. It's not a reality we've ever had to deal with. Right. Correct. So this it, it go into this movie if if you can handle this kind of this kind of movie or this kind of comedy special, I think it's hands down the best thing that happened this year is isn't a net it it's a fucking kick in the nuts 100 so that was my top that was our top fives um honorable mentions i just have a few i'm just gonna rattle them off real quick we already talked about annihilation uh i really liked that mr rogers gimmick won't you be oh, my neighbor i want to see that too really good um i love the jewish lesbian movie disobedience don't even know what that is oh great gimmick um thoroughbreds was another really great movie um and then ant-man and wasp was my was my fun movie of the year and i know oh, your thoughts boy. oh boy i know your thoughts on this this so. is the one this is the this is this is the one that just oh, fuck drained me man 
strangely. <laughs> so you got any honorable mentions? Yeah, I do. Um, I think uh, one of the best horror movies of the year besides Mandy was The Ritual. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, okay, I think I might push Ant-Man and Wasp out of there for The Ritual. That was a great movie. You can't stop yeah, pushing yeah. shit out of there. Okay, I was just keeping it to five <laughs> movies, but yeah, okay, I'll toss it in there. Um, I think the best, and I hate that this is in my top five because I think this movie's just an incredible piece of film. Uh, Hostels. I have not seen. Oh, wait, no, that's the Western gimmick. Yeah. Yeah, that was a great movie. Easily the Western of the year for me. and just a really well done movie. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Solo came out of nowhere for me because that movie looked like junk in the trailers and was an absolute awesome Star Wars movie. I've watched it a couple times now. Yeah, it's just fun over and over. And uh, I thought a follow up that worked this year. For a kid's movie, um, was Wreck-It Ralph 2. Oh, I didn't see it. Yeah, it works It works every bit as much as uh, as the goddamn Incredibles was a disappointment. Oh, well, that's a good that's good to hear because, yeah. man, those trailers for Wreck-It Ralph 2 looked like real doo-doo. No, I, thought, I thought it was a lot of fun. I don't think it's as good as the first one, but I thought it was a lot of fun. Uh, it takes a little bit to get going, but once they get into the internet realm, I think it's fun. Cool. And... Uh, Maybe maybe it's because Incredibles 2 was such an absolute bore and letdown that a decent follow-up looks better, but I think I had a lot of fun with it. Cool. That's awesome. So honorable mentions were done. Uh, so now let's do this. We have to do this. The worst fucking movies of the year. I'll be interested to see if you and I agree on some of this. I'm I'm actually really surprised how much we agreed on the top five. I mean, we had, what, three, two or three of the same? Yeah, I mean, Seth, let's be honest. We have great taste. Oh, well, that's not up for debate. (laughs) (laughs) That's fact. (laughs) So, So, um... Let's keep going on with this uh, episode that's bound to be about four hours long. Always who, is. Who gives a fuck? Um, bottom five, I'll start this one. All right, let's do it. And uh, I'm going to get one out of the way right away because let's we talked it. about it on the I last I know episode. exactly what's coming up. Fucking the Crescent Moon Clown was one of the hands oh. down one of the worst fucking things I've watched <laughs> this year. That is fucking Bad Ben Part 5. Uh, Not a movie. Not a movie. <laughs> Not a movie. <laughs> not a movie so go ahead we're not going to talk about it anymore we don't need to go back and listen to our last episode where i called out robocop and the entire all the gimmicks universe (laughs) fucking (laughs) imploded (laughs) everybody everybody thought it was just like coming at me with heat turn of the year right there man the heat Um, i got in the group off of the title alone uh, fuck anyway so yeah crescent moon clown garbage go ahead Seth. all right i'm getting this one out of the way day of the dead bloodline worst movie of the year yep yep i got that on my list as well god damn trash couldn't be worse what a fucking pile of garbage if i would have stepped on a goddamn piece of glass and got me out of the room it would have been a better movie (laughs) if if somebody would have accidentally tripped with a, a broken broom handle and shoved it up my ass would have been better than fucking as long as it got me out of the room and away from that pile of bullshit fuck i don't know if we talked about this on the show i don't remember but the angle 
is shocking enough as it is because it's a pretty much straightforward remake of day of the dead for the most part for the most part yeah and 80 percent of the movie all you had to fuck this movie but but the 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 heel turn of this movie the rib of this fucking movie they take bub and turn him into a fucking rapist He's like the most heartfelt zombie in the world. He's just a character you love and f- empathize with so much. You feel for him. And you turn him into a rapist! Who who thought that was a good idea? What sadistic fuck walked into a fucking brainstorming meeting and pitched this thing? And what asshole threw money at it going, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Yes, well, it was Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Daniel Bryan, because now he's turned heel. Hey, that's a good heel turn, though. Just kicking <laughs> people in the dicks. Definitely not as good a heel turn as Bub in this movie. No, Hands no. Down. <laughs> Fuck that movie. Not my worst. It may be your worst of the year. Not my worst of the year. <sighs> my worst of the year is, oh my gosh. I'm a, My number three, because we agreed on that last one. So that's two of my movies already. Number three, Proud Mary. Oh, man, I didn't see it. It it didn't look good. It. I, uh, I couldn't bring myself to see it. We do not get great black exploitation movies anymore. No, we don't. We just don't. So when one touts itself as being a great black exploitation film, has a hot trailer, good soundtrack, and it's going to come out, I was there first weekend. Oh, that's right. That is your review is what kept me away from it because the poster looked awesome. Yes. The I trailer looked the great. The trailer was cut well. Yeah. It did have my interest at first. And then your review that it was just a complete mess kept me away from it. Fucking humongous mess. Whoever edited this movie should be ashamed of themselves. Whoever lit this movie should be ashamed of themselves. Terrible movie. A complete fucking disaster and it's too bad because i was really looking forward to it when when the fucking remake of superfly outdoes you you got problems and then remake of superfly wasn't that bad no it it was good though it was average it was better than fucking proud mary i'll tell you that fuck a lot of movies were better than proud mary i'm sure hands down one of the worst movies of the year what's your next one Oh, God, we'll go with Death Wish. Really? Dude, fuck that movie. Fuck everything about that movie. So, you didn't dig any of the violence in that movie? Uh, The movie, everything around the violence, I just could not give a shit about. Well, let's be straight up honest. Bruce Willie as Kersey was a shitty move. Was oh, just terrible, terrible a train wreck casting decision. His little fucking almost winking at the camera the whole fucking time. You're supposed to believe this asshole is a fucking doctor. How? How? He's barely awake in this movie. The goddamn most bumbling idiot murderer criminals in the world show up not having any of the equipment they need to take people hostage. <laughs> Fuck this movie, man. Fuck the stupid little back in black goddamn ACDC bullshit. (laughs) The ending of this movie is fucking fucking ludicrous. Stupid goddamn uh, 
car jack one-liner. I don't even remember what the hell it was. This whole movie, Eli Roth can suck my dick. Oh, my God. I like that angle. This movie pissed me off. Fucking Vincent D'Onofrio outacted fucking Bruce Willie all the way in this. And Vincent D'Onofrio has been asleep in 90% of his life. It just, I agree. I didn't think it was as bad as you think it was. I still kind of enjoyed some of the ludicrous violence, but the movie was garbage. Oh, I, I just could not enjoy this movie. Like something inside me as I was watching it just said no. Even like, like I can usually, if I find something good about a movie, I'll say, well, this movie sucked, but here's what was good about it and what I enjoyed. And this movie just like irked me on a deep level. Oh. <sighs> Oh, so uh, seems how I think I skipped you on one of these. Go ahead and give me another one. Uh, we'll go back to Winchester. Oh, yeah. Fuck that movie. Nap of the year. Nap of the fucking year for sure. Good God. A movie about a house with a thousand rooms and that you only ever see four. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> most ludicrous bullshit. God damn, that was the one movie stuff I remember. This was when we still had fucking uh, movie pass. That movie pass charged me for. <laughs> I had to pay an extra dollar and a half for this gimmick. Oh god! And I'm still asking for that dollar and a half back. I think this. Might, I think Winchester might be the movie that Sean pulled out his credit card for because they looked it was like the same color as the movie pass card. Oh, and he actually paid and, for and it? Swiped it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was Winchester. <laughs> I remember being a bad movie. <laughs> oh shit. That sounds that sounds oddly like I'm having flashbacks. It feels like how I was when I went into that thing. That's why I, I kept my movie pass completely separate from any other card. Just, oh. Because I knew I'd be seeing bullshit at least half the time. Well, that's when we were just going to see every single fucking thing that was out. Anything that came in. It was a, it was a great year. It was, until it fucking went tits up, the movie past first half of this year was great. That, that gimmick was great. It was fucking real hot. I mean, I got to go fucking uh, go to the movies and uh, see Uncle Drew. So, for free. So, hold my nuts. Can't believe- <laughs> Jesus Christ! We get we're making sure we get that in one last time before the year's over. <laughs> I had to do it. All right, so the next the next one. Um, I don't even know how much I can really talk about this. It was part of the thirty one days. Um, I didn't make it more than halfway through this thing. I'm gonna count it though. There's this movie on Amazon called She Rises. It. <sighs> You got me. Well, there's no reason why anyone should know what this movie is, but it if I can liken it to anything, imagine you you pick up a oh no, okay, I'm going to go at it like this. You know a couple friends that are aspiring filmmakers and they talk about making movies all the time. They make movies all the time. And when you see these movies, all they are are them sitting around talking to each other about nothing forever. And they're barely shot. Well, they're barely lit. You can barely hear what's going on. And when you do hear what's going on, it's meaningless. Imagine watching a movie like that for 90 minutes. She rises like fucking Crescent Moon Clown. 
It's not a movie. What? This was a horror movie? Yep. It's on fucking Amazon Prime. I do not recommend you. I'm I'm not. <laughs> I just, it, I don't even know what this. Hmm. It's garbage. Okay. It's garbage. Literally, hands down. One of the worst of the year. Um, we have two. We have. Well, I have one left. You have two left. Uh, what's your next one? All the creatures were stirring. Oh, I saw your review on Look, YouTube about this man. thing. Man, was it Ma- uh, Rebecca McKendry a part of this? Uh, I, I, is that who it is? Some someone from some podcast? Yeah. Well, isn't she part of Fangoria? I don't know. Man. I have no idea. Oh, I know. Man. I know some people were saying in this somebody notable. I don't know who these people are. But yeah, I guess the name, yeah, McKendry. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, this thing was fucking. I'll give the cast credit. Cast fine acting. But this thing, horror anthology, I'm on board. Yeah. You know? This thing has the lamest fucking stories. About six bucks worth of Christmas setting. And just not just a a chore to sit through. Yeah. Like, give me. I'll sit through the Black Christmas remake. At least that felt like a Christmas movie. And that movie, Hawks. I never saw it. No. no. This thing. I mean, I thought the artwork was cool. I thought the idea of a Christmas anthology was cool. I know a lot of these modern straight to DVD things. You know, they're not very good, but. Give me something passably entertaining and I was going to be happy. <sighs> I just sat there. I just wanted one good story. Was it cheap? Uh, in what sense? Like, did it look cheap? It, yeah. I mean, not like fucking consumer level cheap, but it, it looked cheap. Like, okay. you know, set dressings were cheap. There was no production value on most of this shit. Uh, some wrapping paper and a few lights strung up. You <laughs> so, know what I mean? so essentially, this is one of these where they just quick threw something together to try and like chill and catch a few bucks off of uh, holiday. Yeah, I mean that's exactly what it felt like. The stories had fuck all to do with Christmas. Like, oh, we have a Christmas office party where people die from a mysterious killer who set the whole thing up. All the all the Christmas is just some shitty wrapping paper. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Fuck, man, you're just insulting me. Just make a horror anthology doing something, because this sucks. This just sucks. Yeah, that's the. Those are the fucking worst, man. There's, you know, and and this is coming saying something coming from a guy whose last movie was a fucking horror anthology. There's too many horror anthologies now. They're just because it's easy and cheap and. And half of them just nobody's put any thought into, and they're just fucking thrown together. That's, and that's exactly what it feels like. Is that it's just a whole bunch of shorts thrown together with no thought. Yep, that's and too. We have you know, oh, we have two thousand bucks. Let's throw this short together, and then put six of them together, and we have a movie. Yep. I, I love horror, like anthologies. When they're good, they're fantastic. Yeah, I can't be bothered with most of them now. I just can't. Yeah, I'm starting to get that way because it's it's most of them are just exactly like you say. They're just kind of cheap ways to get some shitty short into a you know distribution. Yep. Yep. So my last movie of the bottom five 
I thought for sure at the beginning of the year when I saw Proud Mary, that was going to be hands down the worst thing that I had seen all year. Okay. I thought so. It, it held true all year. Until our good friend Mark the Movie Man got a hold of me and said, Derek, oh, I have a screener that I got to show you. Oh, Jesus. Do you want to watch this thing? And I'm like, well, fuck yeah. I've watched all of the American guinea pig movies up until Oh, God. And I'm like, yes, I'll watch this one. And I instantly regretted it. Ten minutes in, American guinea pig sacrifice, hands down, the fucking worst thing I saw this year. It's not a movie. It's the twizziest, try-hard, edgelord fucking bullshit. The effects work are awful. There's a fucking... Because the movie is essentially just about this guy who gets home to his apartment and just self-mutilates the whole movie. One gimmick, one room. The big What's the big scene in this? He shoves a screwdriver in his fucking dick. I big saw that on the internet like fucking 12 years, 15, 20 years ago. It, fucking pain Olympics. It was awful. It wasn't... Oh, it, man. None of it felt like it was put together well it wasn't thought out well the effects work or it was laughable that's that's what really hits hardest for me these american guinea pig movies at least always had great effects yeah all of them have had really good effects up until this point i haven't liked them but you could always say man those effects were great were something else well that's because marcus Koch did them i'm assuming he didn't do this one no this this was bargain basement nonsense and why this was picked up under american guinea pig i'll have i have no idea i have no idea this is a fucking garbage movie straight up fucking garbage i don't know who this appeals to if this appeals to you god please don't tell me your opinions on movies just don't just please don't tell me this kind fucking of reminds me of, of uh, how I feel about those fucking Lucifer Valentine movies. Yeah, I am agreeing with you on that just, one. Other than black metal veins, I agree with you. That puke chamber shit, just fuck off. Yeah, if that's your thing, we're not we're not going to be movie friends because <laughs> I don't I don't see what we're looking for here. I can guarantee you, we go to Wasteland. Somebody, some table is going to be selling fucking American guinea pig oh, sacrifice. Are you, are you fucking kidding me? There will be multiple tables selling out of it. Selling out of it, and they'll be 40 bucks a piece. Easy for the fucking like VHS copy of it. Fuck. None of these American guinea pigs so far have been good. Not a single one of them. They've all been awful. I haven't seen the Song of Solomon, which is the exorcist one that Barrow did. I, I'm not looking to... to Oh God! I, okay, I got a quick little story. This is going to be really funny because uh, the lead actress in that one, Jessica Cameron, of Rip Off Truth or Dare fame, remember that scandal years ago? Yeah, totally ripped off fucking our bud Tim Ritter, and then got fucking slapped, legally promptly slapped, and you you haven't heard or seen that movie ever fucking again. She out of nowhere, and I don't know if you saw this. Somebody got her a copy, and I'm thinking it's Carolyn Baker, got her a copy of Hole in the Wall. And she took a selfie holding Hole in the Wall 
while she was hanging, just walking down the street in LA, Jessica Cameron. And you know, everybody's checking, oh, what is this movie you're talking about? What is this movie? And I'm like, oh, well, I, I somebody for the, or I, I forgot who it was that tagged me on the post. And I went to it and I'm like, oh, thanks for watching the movie, Jessica. She goes, oh, I haven't checked it out yet. I just had, I just took a selfie with it. Oh. And so I posted, so I posted the link to the Amazon Prime. I'm like, well, here, you can watch it here. Cause she goes, Oh, I don't have the movie anymore, so I can't see it. I just took a selfie with it. Cause because her friend Heather Dorf is in the movie. Okay. So uh I just took a, a selfie with it for my friend Heather Dorf. And so I posted the link to the Amazon Prime version of the movie. And, and someone's like, well, what is this? I'm like, well, this is the movie. I don't care if she watches it. I just want to see her take a selfie with the with the online version of this movie. Did she hold this up to her? Did she hold this up on her phone next to her face and take a selfie with it? I posted this in there. I didn't get any I didn't get any likes or yucks no from, likes? from her. From her. I just I just put could you just take a picture of you with the link? <laughs> how fucking how fucking insulting. Take a selfie with some dude's movie or somebody somebody's movie. It's not dudes because there were there were women that made that were involved in this movie. Try to advertise this. Oh no, I never saw this and I don't have it anymore. You can just fucking lie. Like, you post it right there underneath the picture. Just just say yeah, it was good. But you don't even have to watch it if you don't want to watch it. What kind of fucking <laughs> angle is that? Uh, fucking I mean, that's kind of an insult to her friend, too. It's a big insult to her friend. <laughs> Huge insult to her friend. Hey, I'll, I'll take a picture with the movie room, but I don't give a shit enough to watch it. Yeah, exactly. Fuck, fuck your work. Oh, God, I laughed so fucking hard. Oh. So hard. Anyways, what was your worst? What was the last movie we got on this? Oh, last movie, Breaking In. What the fuck is that? Uh, What the hell is this woman's name? I forget her name. Was that the one where... Um, Gabrielle Union? Where all the all the people were locked up or at that house, and then the bikers come in to try and, or is that a different movie? Uh yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> it's so memorable, you don't even yeah. know what the plot no, is. It's like your know, family, mother and her two kids go to like her father's now dead father's mansion to clean it up for sale or something, and uh, some people he had money to or knew that he had a safe or something try to break in and take it on the same night. And it's just this fucking, it's just the most basic bullshit house invasion flick, but without any of the entertainment that that could give you. Mm. Like the trailer, I was like, this doesn't look anything special, but it could be, yeah, it could be okay to watch. But I have movie pass and I don't have anything going on tonight. Well, I didn't, I didn't catch it in the movie, in movie pass. I did get the Blu-ray to review. And I was like, all right, let's check this fucking thing out. This could be 90 minutes of mindless you know entertainment nothing great but let's let's give it a look sure i sat there and i was like all right it's setting up to be okay and as it progressed it just like the fucking nuts and bolts of this thing started falling off of it left and right and it was fucking like just a train wreck in slow motion where you're just like man this this is just gonna get so good in the worst way and it never <laughs> did get good in the worst way it just kept getting bad yeah and it was just 
every every trope and cliche you could have just just when I was like shit. You're like, oh man, this this is embarrassing. <laughs> Someone wrote this. And so could come up with this. something better. Yep. I think I remember seeing the trailers to that thinking, yeah, that's a hard pass. Hard yeah. pass. So good. The honorable mentions of the bottom five, which I'll call the near shit piles. I'm going to rifle these off real quick. Hell House LLC 2, obviously hard pass on that. I forgot to even rate that thing on my letterbox. Garbage, trash. There was this fucking gimmick we watched called The Bad Nun. Don't even, just don't watch that. Slenderman, total fucking garbage. Uh, And the last but not least, and if I, I doubt any of these people, that I know that were involved in this movie will listen to my podcast, but if they do, I'm going to tell them right now. Local production called Wraith, awful, just a terrible, terrible fucking movie. So those are my near ship piles. Do you have any honorable mentions? Oh yeah, I got some honorable mentions. Uh, First Purge, oh fucking trash. Uh, Evil Bong Seven Seven Seven. Well, that's on you. That's on you. Oh fuck! No, it's on me. Yeah, yeah, fucking you you watch yeah. evil bong, you take your life into your own hands, my watch friend. Watch a guy watch a goddamn bad Ben five and evil bongs on me. Hey, I still got hey, my integrity's intact. I'm not watching evil, evil bong bullshit. Yeah, well I'll fucking cut a promo on that evil bong. Uh insidious whatever number we're up to. Yeah, that was okay. No, it wasn't. <laughs> pretty bad. Pretty, pretty bad. And then two Two things that kind of hurt with how bad they were. Um, Pacific Rim Uprising. Oh, so bad. Like, come on, man. That was and, weak. And then, like, I don't know how you get me to really dislike something involving Godzilla, but that Godzilla anime. Oh, Ugh. yeah. I don't know if we've really sat and had conversations about this on the podcast, Seth, but you and I are in agreement. Those two Netflix anime <sighs> Godzilla movies are garbage. Oh my god. We haven't sat and talked about it because there's nothing to talk about. Two full-length movies where nothing happens. Not a goddamn thing happens. Like Godzilla's in it for f- three minutes total out of two movies. Out of two <sighs> movies. Just it, it pained me to sit there hating something with Godzilla. And the the thing is about these movies is the premise is really fucking rad. Like it's really rad. And they do nothing with it. You know, it's like they we have a premise, but it's like let's avoid that premise at all costs. And let's just fucking talk. Exposition dump. Talk. That's all it is. Why couldn't y'all talk while Godzilla's fucking something up? I agree. I agree. So that's it. Those are our lists. We're going to move on. Got We still got a couple things to round out. We uh, I have not one, but two lightning rounds. Lightning round? Lightning round! Okay, the first lightning round, Seth, is going to be movies we missed, a.k.a. Are you going to watch this shit? Oh. Okay, so okay. I'm going to rifle them off. Number one, Robin Hood. I, wanted, I thought it looked okay, but I'll probably never watch it. It looks like straight trash. I'm not going to watch that I shit. Didn't think that. Uh, the Ranger. I don't even know what the fuck that is. No. Um, I see it all over the place. It's a punk rock uh, slasher movie that just came out. 
uh, Heather Buckley, who's on my Facebook page. She's involved with a lot of behind the scenes documentary producer work on a lot of DVDs that come out. She's been involved in this and been promoting it. It looks fucking great. It looks real fun. Real fucking 80s style punk rock slasher movie. I haven't seen this. I didn't I don't even know what that is. So maybe um, I think that's coming out on uh, one of the streaming services. I don't know if it's Shutter or it's one of them. It's coming well, out. Maybe then if it looks good, I'll check it out. I've just never heard of it. All right. Um, the Ethan, the Ethan Hawke uh, priest gimmick first reformed. Nope. Don't even know what that is. Yeah, go eat a dick. Uh, a Star is Born. Fuck no. No, I ain't gonna watch that gimmick. The Hate You Give. No, I don't know what that is either. Uh, I, be- I believe that's the, um, uh, like the Black Lives Matter movie. Oh, uh, no, probably not. Pass. Uh, Blind Spotting. Pass. Yeah, I, I mean, watch that one. That one looks okay. That one doesn't I, look, I'll, I'll probably see The Hate You Give as well, but in Blind Spotting, I thought it looked pretty decent. I'm familiar with Blind Spotting title. Don't know what it's about. Don't care. Not I think blind. it's another another one of these corrupt cop type movies. <sighs> um, Tully. Man, you were throwing some shit out that I'm just not even familiar with. That's uh, Charlize Theron. It's, oh, it's Charlie like a... Theron. No. Don't know about <laughs> Char- that. Charlie Theron. <laughs> uh, this new Grinch gimmick. No. God, fuck that movie. Yeah. Garbage. I don't I don't want to watch that shit. Although I will say the the loud snow part in the trailer gets me to giggle. Uh is that your hold my nuts? Not quite. Okay. I, I will not be talking about it. <laughs> Overlord. Yes, I will. I'm mad I missed it in theaters. Yeah, I'm gonna watch that shit. First man. Uh is that that astronaut shit? Yeah. No. No, I ain't gonna watch that shit. Here's the big one. Crazy Rich Asians. <laughs> Wait, are you assuming that I missed it? <laughs> the, the, the whole episode's been building to this point. Are you assuming that I did not secretly check out secretly Crazy Rich Asians? Oh, wait, 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 wait. Are we going to have to pause the lightning round? Did you watch Crazy Rich Asians? Fuck no. Okay. Are you going to watch it? No. No. No, no. reason I'm going to watch that ever. Uh, mid-90s. Is that that like uh, kind of nostalgia piece to the '90s? Yeah, with the, the skater kids. Oh god, probably not. Yeah, probably not. And last one, uh, bad times at El Royale. Yes, I will be checking that out. I'll be checking that one out. Okay, so that's the end of part one of the lightning round. Uh, part two is, can you give a shit about these upcoming movies? I'll just say no. Oh boy, you better get ready. There's some real doozies <laughs> in here. All right, let's do this. I tried to get things that we would know that uh, right, aren't going to throw you for a loop like that last round. So here's we're going to start rifle through these. Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. No, but I'm going to see it because my friends are. Oh, I'll see the, the fucking shit out of this movie. Yes. Uh, how is that Jack built? Uh, Von Trier? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I'll see it. But fuck, I hate that Von Trier cat. He can eat shit. Uh, the Mule. Yes. Yes, that movie looks yeah, that movie looks fucking rad. Uh, Mortal Engines. I don't know what that is. That is that new uh, Peter Jackson produced uh, steampunk moving city movie. Well, probably not. Nope, I think that came out this week. Oh, here's one I know you're going to jump on. Mary Poppins Returns. Yes. No. No, I ain't going to watch that shit. No. Aquaman. <sighs> yeah. 
No, but I'm gonna see it. I am not gonna see that. I'm Fuck gonna, that movie. It looks fucking awful. It looks like the worst piece of shit ever. It looks so bad. But it, yeah, I mean, I got this A-pass shit. I gotta use it. Okay, um, Bumblebee. <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> see, I saw on the posters uh, the fucking Transformers movie we've been waiting for. Yeah. For what, a decade? Yeah. Fuck you. Ooh, the, the fucking uh, transformer that turns into a tape dex in this one. Yeah. No one gives a shit. Yeah. <laughs> Those movies can all suck a fuck. Yeah. Anyways, uh, that Keanu Reeves replicas gimmick. No, no. That movie looks like trash. No. Nope. The Stan and Ollie movie. No. Nope. Glass. Yeah. Nope. I'm. Mean, I'm gonna see. I don't. Yeah, I'll say yeah. Nope. I'm not going to see that. I didn't see the last one, the split. And I, this trailer looks I, like trash. I didn't like split, but I'm going to see it. Um, Happy B- Death Day to you. Oh, fuck. You mean the same fucking movie they made the first time? Uh, oh, somehow we made this bullshit and it got half decent reviews, so let's just make it again. Oh, fuck that movie. No, I, I didn't see the first one. I probably won't see this one. The first one, one was, that was okay. It was passable entertainment. This thing looks like exactly the same fucking movie with the same stupid fucking song. Fuck off. <laughs> oh, no. No, I can't give a shit about that. Uh, last but not least, and this is the big one. This might bring out all the feels. The final Medea movie. Medea Family Funeral. No. No. My daughter's going to make me watch no. this one, so I'll probably end up seeing this. No. You know what I can give a fuck about? is all the Disney coming out next year. What? The Lion King remake. Eat a fucking Dude, shit! Fuck you. I Big could boy. not give Four. two fucks about give no me. goddamn Lion King bullshit. Give me all the quote-unquote live action Disney remakes coming out. Ain't none of that shit live action. Disney's That's a- gonna bend you down on your knees and piss all in your mouth and you're gonna be like, oh, like, oh give it to me. That's what I'm gonna be like, give it all to me. Let's go fucking Scar and Mufasa. <laughs> piss all in my mouth, Mufasa. looks fucking awesome. Dude, that shit looks bunk as fuck. You look bunk as fuck. Did you watch that the Jungle Book gimmick? No, I don't give a fuck about it. Oh, it's the same goddamn thing. Yeah, I know it's the same gimmick, but Jungle Book ain't fucking Lion King. God, who gives a fuck? Uh, It's the same thing. You'll watch it for ten minutes. Go, man, I'm really bored with this, and then there it is. That's what I did with the last one with the Jungle Book. I watched it for ten minutes, going, "Wow, this is really cool looking." But man, I'd rather watch the cartoon. Dude, you know, you just need to feel the love tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so this. Oh, not the Dumbo one. Dumbo one looks stupid. Yeah, okay. Dumbo one. Although Dumbo is not that good of a movie to begin with. Well, Dumbo brings the feels. Don't be be dissing on Dumbo. I'm I'm dissing. I I like Dumbo, the character. fucking movie's not that good i just want to that that's it for the episode that's all we're gonna do i just want to thank everybody that's been jumping on and uh talking to seth and i in the group and uh responding back to this podcast that seth and i decided to just do to just bullshit 
for an hour and a half, a couple hours, once or twice a month. Uh, we've had a lot of fun doing this. I don't know about you said you you'll probably disagree with me because uh, you're crotchety fuck. But uh, yeah, I don't really like it. Yeah, it it is what it is. I I basically strong arm Seth into doing this. He's got some incriminating photos. Yeah, I mean it's real compromising shit. Um, but I'm glad after you know. Usually when you're doing a podcast and it's going well and you have listeners and uh, people are looking forward to the episodes, you don't cut it off at the knees and decide to end it. And that's what I did with Astro Radio Z. It was actually a, a podcast that had listenership. And after it's been done, it's gotten more listeners. I don't know how that happens. My YouTube page keeps like getting a, more and more subscribers. Like a uh, famous artist, man. You only care dead. about you after you're gone. Yep, nobody, nobody gave a fuck. But uh, then we decided to just do this for the foxies, and uh, we've been getting a lot of great reaction to this, and I want to thank everybody for jumping on board with us next year. We'll still be doing the same shit. We won't give a fuck. We're just going to talk about whatever the fuck you want to listen to us. We're going to keep doing it. You have anything to say to our listeners, Seth, for 2019? Uh, nope. Yep. Eloquent words from, from a very uh, <laughs> well-spoken man. So. Uh, you guys are cool. That's it. That's don't, it. Don't, uh... Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Don't let that go to your head. Yeah. Yeah. Don't get don't get too cocky out there in uh, all the gimmick slam we'll we'll catch you or next do. year you know what be Wait. an arrogant piece of shit in 2019 that's what i'm gonna say is that Everybody what it needs to be an arrogant piece of shit in 2019 is that what you want to see out of the, all the gimmicks group that's it i want everyone to act like they're better than everybody else so that i can prove them wrong finally the bartender said stone cold stone cold stone cold and i said what he goes why are you throwing everybody out the damn bar I says, you dumb son of a bitch, I'm getting ready for the Royal Rumble. If you're gonna go on the hunt, you gotta be able to run with the big boys. If he can't run with the big boys, he said, get out. He shouldn't come out here. I'm telling you like it is, baby. The way they ran the business was a shit.